0: We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, Elmecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an
1: hour or more of talk on education and culture. Welcome back to another episode of the Eight Black Hands Podcast. Man, and definitely full from the live show that we just had. I'm going to let you fellas introduce yourself, man. But just uh, as you introduce yourself, man, just let's, let's reflect a little bit on, on, this, on this live show that we did. So let's start with Sharif. How you doing, brother? Hey, man. It's uh, back on the east
2: side of Pennsylvania, but it was definitely um, great to be in my you know, second home when I was at, at college at IUP on the western part of the state. Got to hang out with the homies from IUP and who live in the Pittsburgh. You know, I had a couple uh, roommates and many of my friends were from the burg when I was up there. So it's really good to see them. Uh they uh, several of them came out to you know the conference. And you see I you know you might be able to see it in my shirt state of black learning that was held. Um
3: they gave you a shirt?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I purchased a shirt, <laughs> you know, so um you know to support but yeah they it was really good Sherpa to Sherpa. be out
1: there they did give our shirts they was in our little bags or whatever we got bags
2: you see you should have registered man
1: oh, So man. as we go, so so ray how are you brother how how you doing today <laughs> <laughs> bro i'm i'm doing well man i i'm 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 feeling amazing how are you i'm doing well man and y'all not hearing the echo on on y'all's end right
3: i don't hear no it, Okay, so state yeah.
1: of black, state of black, learning, state of black,
3: learning was amazing. The vibe was real dope. Uh, shout out to the sponsors for uh, bringing us down and, and making us feel at home. Um, man, it was just an amazing opportunity to uh, put our brand out there. And um, you know, I hosted the show, so I didn't really have much to say. But um, you guys did a really good job. Right,
0: Next time we want, want you to the host part. and talk. You could do No, 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 no. I like the way it went. <laughs> I like, I liked it a lot. I liked it a lot. Like the format was
1: amazing, <laughs> right? And you can do both, brother. You you spoke you you when you post, you got a lot no, of no incorporate stuff. No, in here, no, no, it no stop it, stop it. That's <laughs> the way he did it. Silent. It so Chris, how did how did you feel, Chris?
0: Oh, I thought it was amazing. I thought the room, just the energy in the room. You can always tell whether people are with you or not, and mm-hmm. and are Energy in the room, everybody was together. This was a family. Uh, everybody was there for the same reason. They had uh, um, a great lineup. The lineup was amazing. We might get into one piece. But I don't know if we're going to talk about this time. We're not talking you know about how, it. You know how I am. You know how <laughs> I am. There was one thing about it that just rubbed me way the wrong way. Oh, boy. And everything else about it was great. So what, 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 what rubbed you the wrong way? Okay so so so, so <laughs> the presentation by Dr. Love, Bettino Love had like
1: 90% amazing stuff in it Charles, why are you shaking your head? You knew he was going to do it. And, well, and I just, as, you're, as you're going, Chris, I don't, I mean, cause Dr. Love definitely asked to be on the podcast too. I had a conversation with her about it too. And she was definitely looking forward to being on the podcast. And, Listen, this is what she said, like while we were there. She loved the fact that we didn't all agree but
0: we had a way to talk about things. She, she mm. said that to me afterwards, like she right. came up afterwards and she had very nice things to say about our particular part of the show. But the main thing she said was, it is great to see brothers who don't agree on everything, who still can have a conversation. I thought that was like uh, a great, that was high praise for uh, us. That's uh, not honestly. the norm? No, it's not the norm out there. And you know, there, there are people, you know this, there are people in our field right now who just don't talk to each other because they've come to a, a stalemate in that we're never going to agree. And I don't like you because of it. It's not like we're still family. It's like, it's not like we disagree and we're still family. Now I'm not going to name everybody. Cause we done did it on past podcasts. We probably done named every one of them, <laughs> <laughs> but there's just people I'm not going to talk to Charles. I'm not going to talk to There's some people that if you saw them, you know, there might be a problem. Um, but, but what she was saying I thought was amazing. Her, her. So, so anyways, I did not love everything in her presence. So you
3: said 90-10. You said, you said give me one of the the, the, the the things that fell into the 10%. Well, give the 90 first.
0: The 90, he already gave the praise. What are you talking about, Reef? Stop. Listen, listen here's the 90, like in a, in a nutshell. It started out with kids. It started out with kids doing a performance, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it centered the centered the day. There was uh, there was evidence of history and and Black history and Black thought in the room. Mm-hmm. You could see that people had taken kids. The man, let's just talk about the music the music was a soundtrack of my 90s life. Yeah, thank God, Like, 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 if you would have been my age in that room, it was your play, it was your soundtrack. Yo, man, the 90s is the best
2: decade of hip-hop. Like, everything else is is borderline, like, it goes up and down, but it averages trash.
1: Yeah, this is the part of the show where we sound really old. But yes, the music was amazing. (laughs) The music was was amazing. We sound really old, oh well, bro. Well, I had to
0: keep asking, so Josh, my son was there, and even with Charles, I had to keep asking, you know this song? <laughs> like, you know who this is? <laughs> right? <laughs> right?" Um, except but Charles for, didn't know. Sharif, you didn't know, you know. Mr. Window. Sharif didn't know what Mr. Window was. I didn't Mr. know. Window Mr. Window was trash. Okay. I only listened to good but songs. But he didn't know anymore. what it was. He had never heard of it. So anyways, 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 that's 90%. The music, the, the Black-centeredness, the, the familiness in the room. How it started with kids. So how it started with kids. And, um, and just the, the hospitality. The black oh, hospitality, hospitality was, amazing. Was, was amazing. It just yeah. was great. Okay. So the 10% was just really the bettina Love thing. And even her, like 90% of her um presentation, I thought was hitting on some really hard points. Mm-hmm. It was it was amazing. She had James Baldwin in there, Bell Hooks in there, Derek Bell in there. She just was calling the names out. She had it all in the presentation. She had my favorite point about a lot of these things around um when brown hit she said it was a boom for white teachers i've never heard anybody in her position just throw it out there and and go from there but then she stopped and she took like a left turn for a little bit of her presentation i'm not going to tell our audience too much about it because i'm sure we're going to talk about it when she comes on the podcast yeah but she went into a spiel about like charter schools kip teach for america all of that and by listening to it you would have swore to god that all of those entities I just named invented the devil, right? Like you would have swore that Kip invented Satan and Beelzebub, right? Uh, and that's all I'm talking about. That, well, that was the tip.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think it's gonna be fun when she comes on and I'm sure she's probably gonna hear this episode too. I think it's gonna be fun when we actually like, this is the percentage of teachers actually from those organizations that actually teach uh, kids across the country. Um, I had a really good time and I know y'all two had, you and uh, Chris and Ray had to leave uh, the first night, but Ray, uh, Reef, and I stayed the second night. The second night, the second day was really cool too. I thought Roland had a really, really powerful talk. um I thought he re- did really well, and I think uh Roland, David, who? Roland Martin. I can't do this with you, Chris. <laughs> no, no, I was just I didn't know. You know, he said Roland like it's Roland, like Brent. Roland a Roland, Roland, Roland Roland
0: chair or something.
1: It was good. It was good, and I could tell like you could tell that people have been hanging around each other. So like everybody has kind of been quoting. Uh, the book, uh, what, Education in the South," uh, that was like I've heard that quoted it's not by. That three
2: We've been hanging together. we we're we're actually reading. Together, so, so, just, so you, are you? Are I, you in a reading club? Are you in a reading club with Roland I'm not, Martin? I'm a, I'm in my own damn reading club, bro. Like I I, I read books. Like that's, I, that's I'm an educator. I'm an educator. I, I read not only my educator. I'm an educated educator because there's a difference. There's some uh, uneducated educators.
1: Uh, I, by, I uh Baba El Mackie. Uh, can I finish? Uh, oh, my bad. I'm... Go ahead, Cole. That's anchor starting with me. I see, brother. Y'all, used supposed to start me. with you. I mean, I'm saying though, no. but but uh, but. But I think Roland's piece was actually really dope, and I think Damon Young's piece was um, was was really good too. Um, just from him being like the hometown kid, and you know, I think it meant a lot to that crowd, especially the people that was from that city. Um, they didn't really talk about his book, but it was, it was good. But all in all, I mean, I think to see to be in a room, I think my, this is my one thing, and I guess we might as well address it because if I can get the salvage audio, you all will hear it. But the white lady at the end of our podcast, I mean, at the end of our live show. Oh,
3: man. oh, yes. Oh, the, the, the collective God. groan. Oh.
1: Yeah. So the collective groan is that we got to the end. And this is kind of Ray's fault. So like. <laughs> Ray, this is, your,
2: this is your fault.
1: So so basically, we got to the point where there was one question left. And there was, a, there was a white lady that stood up. But there was also a black lady right next to the white lady. And Ray saw her. I know he saw her. And he tells the white lady, and the white lady stepped wait minute, up. Wait a minute, Ray ignored
2: the sister that, that was going to take us out. Man, and- don't do this to me. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> Why are you see y-
0: messing with this brother? He's trying to be cr- cross-cultural. What's wrong with y'all? No, that no, that was
2: that Republican Trump stuff Trump. coming out. So you know, can. It comes out, you know what I mean? Right? <laughs> the- anyways, anyways, anyways let,
0: Charles, let Charles get through the story because he he like he lost his damn mind, so let him tell the story. <laughs> I
1: blacked a little bit. I blacked a little bit because she was just like, and there was, like I said, there was a okay, question out right there, bro. but you she stepped it. up and she was like, how do you make these people Parents. Uh, she was talking about black people, man. She was like, "How you make these parents be accountable? How do you make?" And she just kept hitting "make" in black people so hard. All I, I, I it felt, that it hit like a like a whip onto black bodies to me. It, I don't know. It Christ. is something. That's what it felt. I blacked out. Listen, I didn't even look at her. I turned that's around.
0: Dramatic. That's so dramatic.
1: Is it dramatic?
0: It's a yes. Is yeah, it is. It you is. didn't. You it didn't. We was talking about it making never black never
1: bodies never do something. He was
0: definitely hit hit Okay. Hand so, so she stood up. That. She basically said, for our listening audience, she said, I hear everything that you guys are saying, but at our school, we do a lot of work, and it seems like everything is always put on us as teachers and educators. And what's your advice on how to make the parents be accountable? And then she said, make in like three more sentences. And I think that was your trigger. <laughs> But this is this is going I'm going to let you finish this story because because you really did have a response a reaction it was like allergic reaction like you started growing like <laughs> like, like like hives and stuff coming out of you but you didn't say nothing with the brother who
1: had a similar comment off to the right Sad. I did say something. First off, wait, wait, wait. I did say something. When the brother okay. tried. So he had a good. It, first off, he didn't ask a question. That's one. Right. You got to get on people when they don't ask a question. Two. I got on him. I oh, dug into did. him. He got on no, too no. much. Yeah. yeah you, <laughs> but then you gave him another chance to talk. And then when he started to interrupt three and four more times, then I was like, OK, bro, you can't just be interrupting like that.
0: Um, His bottom line, though, let's just say let's just put it out there and, and cut to the chase. His bottom line was. Y'all talking a lot about the schools, but it ain't the schools. Like my mama made me do stuff, but there was responsibility. If you didn't do it, it's not because no, no. your teachers didn't love you. It's because you didn't do it. And blah blah. He he gave the big respectability thing. He stood up and said the same thing. Like, we got to be accountable. Blah blah blah.
1: Yeah, but I mean, but but it's. So I was it, with him I mean, a little mean, bit, so there, you were, there, were, there were some things that even in a woman's question, right? There was an actual question under there. But you gotta you gotta be aware of who you are. It was a lot of things at play. One, it was supposed to be a black space, and it was a whole bunch of white folks in that corner, like that upright corner, right? Two, yeah. like yeah. the yeah. fact that she just felt so comfortable to kind of go that hard in a room full of black people and she was able to like, she stepped up to ask that question when there was other black folks in the room and we was we had tried to set the room, the, the organization tried to set the room as like, this is an unapologetic black space and like just the way in which she felt really comfortable, man, it was just so much blind privilege. Now, I'm not like, if she would have asked that question different, I actually do think there was a question under there, right? Like, that we wanted to get to but I just feel like it was more important in that moment to like, as a black person, that you not, a, you not, a, I feel uncomfortable. No, you about to feel more uncomfortable than I am. <laughs> that was it. That, that's what I felt. Uh,
0: so man, You went crazy though. You went ham on her. How'd I go crazy? I go crazy. I ain't go crazy. Uh, you, Yo, you, your, front, man, your fronts came out. You did. like. Come I- out. They did. I thought I saw him spitting right across the floor. He <laughs> did come out. Yeah, I, I saw you put like it back that. in.
1: As hard as y'all go, as hard as y'all like to throw out names, y'all throw out random black people names, y'all throw out all these guys and all that stuff. Y'all try to start smoking with all these people. Then it was a white woman that get up and say some crazy stuff. Y'all got to same smoke. I'm just saying, Sharif, chuckling, because it's true, right? I'm just... <laughs> no, first of all... For everybody. First of all...
0: Got smoke for everybody
1: all had- no, we all had
2: something to say to,
0: to, to that woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they, they said we were over time. And Man, you, we weren't like you. That's all. You looked you like you drank a, a case of Lowenbrow. You looked like you was on some old shit. Like, it was crazy. So what's the <laughs> to
2: you? you? I mean, you spoke for it. Like, uh, we all yeah. felt that way. I mean, I wanted to say something, too. But it was, it was the same thing.
0: Like, I started I out. I just want to put it this way. I did the Minnesota thing. I started the response to her after she talked. I tried to take some of the sting off of it. And and he, later Josh said to me, he was like, yeah, you didn't. So because I was like, you know, the premise of your question might need to be calibrated just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Right. You might just need to reframe how you're saying this. And then Charles jumped in. He's like, oh hell no. Nah. Not in this space. Not in this black space. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, here we are. It's off to the races. It's about to be on right now. He's about to string this woman up. <laughs> it's
3: <nice laughs> <out>. it's <laughs> like It's
0: like it's out.
2: This lights out. But Chris, but if you were to answer the way that you want, like, what do you want, to beat them? <laughs> like, that is that what you want? You want to just, uh, you
0: know? I mean, listen, this is what I was thinking, too, as Charles was getting mad at her. I was like, this is weird for me because I feel both sides of this question. Because this is the thing. When you get educators in a space and you are trying to teach them, the most important thing, I think, in the moment is that they want to be able to go to school the next Monday with something they can use in their life. So however I take the question... However I feel about it, this is a person who's going back into a classroom on Monday, who's looking for some tools. She could have totally blown the question eight ways to wherever. But the fact of the matter, she's going into a classroom the next Monday and she literally is looking for something practical to use. And I'm not an educator, so I couldn't give her anything practical to use. But this Mm -hmm. is what I, I will say. I do know it makes teachers cynical over time to listen to people like us and then to go and sit in a classroom on a teacher conference night and have nobody show up or to make phone calls at home right. and have somebody pick up the phone and say, bitch, if you ever call me again, I'll cut you. Don't call me with this nonsense. <laughs> right? Right? This is the type of shit that white teachers do. Black I parents gotta, don't do that. Black parents don't do that. Knock it off. They're I mean, a brother. That's like brother. a half a percent though. Yeah. This happens to people and then they hear people like us talk and they're like, OK, see, these 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 folks aren't ready to help me with the real stuff I go through. Look, that, this is, that's, this what, is... that's 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 what that's what I feel is embedded in her situation. She will go. She will walk away going, OK, I, I mean, I heard you. I heard you. all I heard you. And it's not going to help her the next time she gets cussed out or doesn't get a response from somebody for six months. And then somebody gets a bad grade and then she hears from them and it's nasty. Listen, this yeah. is what I would say. I mean, as, a, as an
2: educator, and I've had thousands of parents that I've interacted with, the, the percentage who who act in, you know, some kind of, you know, just a disrespectful way is so minuscule. You know what I mean? Like, I just I don't believe that, you know, like I, I do think that people remember they latch on to an experience. But if they really think about all the interactions that they have, that's not the norm. But that's what gets you know kind of elevated and then it becomes like this black pathology, like, oh this is how black parents act and this is like that's nonsense. Like I, look, I had a parent one time, I had a I had a brother tell me one time, He's like he was disagreeing with something I said about his uh and it's not like I'm not direct, but I'm direct and nice with you know with families. He he had a uh, an issue with whatever happened. He told me he's like, you know what, you trunk material, yo. <laughs> and I was like, for real, <laughs> wow. like uh, I'm really trunk material, and you know. But that that didn't color my experience and my interaction. That didn't. That didn't really. No. For real, no, i was like, yeah, whatever. But that didn't. No, that, <laughs> did. that didn't. I didn't. I mean, I,
1: but like- I get, I get to, to Chris's point though, and I mean, like, and and we can go on to our topic in a second. But to Chris's point, I get what you like. There are some folks that will get bucked with you. There are some folks that might get disrespectful. There are some folks that might not show up, in whatever the case is, right? Like I said, the woman, there was a question underneath the veneer of what she said, right? But the way in which she said it, the vitriol in her voice, like the audacity, the caucasity in that moment in that room, just bothered me. So we just didn't just get say it.
3: caucasity. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the second time. That's his new word. Uh, that's
1: not no, his new word. Just, it's, not, it's just a word out there. It's just out there.
3: his new word. His new word. His new word. <laughs> But, uh, like uh, he like no. like when he like over
1: nuance. Listen, are you talking about how deals all the ways that I talk on Twitter or when he says oh, grease <laughs> or dopeness? Sharif saw it. It's all good. So I'm gonna move us on to the next topic, right? Wait, 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 wait a second, one, one thing. Charles. One you thing. Were making Cole.
0: a point though, Charles. One you thing. were making a point. You you said that there was a question underneath what she was. There saying. was a question.
1: And, and what I was
0: gonna say to you was, you answered her presentation. You didn't answer her question. Here's, her,
2: here's, I, a, here's the answer I made, to her I made question a in that moment. Yeah. Here's the answer to our question. As educators, when we're having any kind of challenge, there are three components. And this is at the Center for Black Educator Development. This is what we work on. We're coaching um, educators, both teachers as well as leaders. There's a skill thing. There's a will thing. The third component is a mindset. Mm. If you have a particular mindset, it's going to be very hard. Even the things that you implement, it may, like, it may come across a certain way. It may feel a certain way to the people that you're supposed to be serving. Like I've, I've been in three public schools as you know, across my career. I never had no one showing up for report card conferences or back to school night. I've never experienced that. And these are all West, Southwest uh, Philadelphia schools. So, you know, like that, that means there's- What, so- that,
3: what does that mean? What does that mean?
2: What that means is, is, is how we approach. If you approach it in a way where you are serving the community and you are like, how do I partner with you? And you're finding out from them how they want to be partnered with, I think a lot of times when we come with it in a certain way, you are actually repelling the people that you claim you want to partner with. So like I I sent out the one um, blog I wrote last year because what she said is not the first time I heard it. I hear a lot of people talking about making someone do something. And just like nobody can make you teach better, people can't make somebody, you know, so-called accountable to them. That's not how things – as soon as she said that, that means you are unconsciously putting yourself in a hierarchy above other people.
0: Right. I'm going to agree with you. Like, listen, I'm not going to disagree with you. This is what I'm going to say, though. This is how I'm reading this situation. It's mm-hmm. disagreement, bro. There is someone who's... No, no, no. It's not my disagreement. It's some, There is someone who is listening to this right now mm-hmm. who does not feel that it's as rare as you think it is. And, and there's somebody who has traveled this country and seen teachers in multiple contexts, and they're going to listen to this and not think it's as rare. And they still need a tool. They still need something. It it is it is possible that you are having a different experience, but there are teachers who probably do listen to this sort of thing and get cynical because they are experiencing a lot of checked out parents and a lot of acrimony when they make a phone call home and and I'm not, and I'm yeah
2: and I'm not saying that not. they're not. What I'm saying is there are ways to approach it, right? Some people see, get that acrimony and they never had a positive thing to say about a, a person's, uh, you know, person's child. This Their first phone say, call hey, home that's is true, next, that's Right? Like, so when you start digging...
0: What if they did everything right, though? Because this is the thing. So then that makes it the, rare. Like, the wrong person called me on the wrong day. I'm going to have able to cuss you out, too. And you could be doing everything right. <laughs> so just let me ask you this. <laughs> what if they aren't doing all the, like, culturally incompetent stuff and they still getting cussed out. Listen, Yo, I'm so not good. saying you got to dig in.
2: What I'm saying is I'm not saying something like that doesn't happen. What I'm saying that what you just described, I don't I don't believe from my experience and and my three school as well as all the other folks folks that that's the that's norm. The norm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the norm. That that thing is an opportunity to problem solve. And yes, there are some every once in a while in the blue you may have some or it may be just a culture. Like people got to expect like You know, the first thing I would think of is like, okay, why doesn't this uh, I need to build a relationship. Same thing with it with anywhere else. All right. How do I build a relationship? That parent, I don't know what that parent is going through. I don't know. You know what? And sometimes we're most we're the educators, the accessible one. Right. They may not be able to they may feel oppressed by the, you know, the landlord, the police department, locked up their son. The job is oppressive and all of this stuff. may be. You're giving these people excuses now. No, it's not excuse. I'm talking about the reality of the black condition in America. These aren't excuses. These but, are realities. I, but but you right.
1: I mean, Sharif, you're right. But
2: wait, I, but a wait a minute. One, one other thing. Some people might say I'm the worst parent in the world. I'm not coming to, to a bunch of parent meetings at, at my kid's school. Right. So, so what, they're going to talk uh, trash about me, Bahama? Oh, make them. No, you ain't making me a yeah, coward. Like I, I mean, not but, but, but I But I think, I think what Chris- I don't mean I'm not, I don't you, love my kid or I'm not involved in my Sharif. kid. Charles, take over the
1: show. <laughs> I'm just loving it. It's Sharif. I like I, I we all don't move on though, no, man. But I think like Sharif, I do think that you're making a lot of sense, man. But like I think what Chris is saying is like, let's not act like we ain't seen not, people. Not, I just like, gave I, you an example. No, of what I'm not, not, but I'm with but I I have I have seen I have been at back to school nights. I have seen folks come up drunk. I have seen folks starting to fight a teacher. Like I've seen it kind of be crazy and go down, and I think Chris was just acknowledging like sometimes things be off the hook. So, but I think that the the overall black condition is definitely something that we got to wrestle with, and I think that that happens more often than not. But what the show is really about. Was.
2: We might as well just scrap what the originally taught
0: but just talk about finish talking about this. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I mean, right. You, got, you got the educator all like hyped on it. And this is what I want to say. Y'all <laughs> know that I don't always be sticking up for teachers like this. But this Bro, is, you never stick up for teachers. We just always <laughs> Right. But, but but this is the thing is <laughs> you say right.
3: Like, you I right. Try, <laughs> I,
0: it's, true. it's true. I don't. But 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 <laughs> I like try to be realistic sometimes about things that people won't admit. And the thing that I'm trying to admit in this moment right now is as much as I am a parent advocate and I actually stick up for parents because all the educators got it on lock. They got themselves. They got a protection force field. They got unions. They got people that say, oh, my God, teachers have the worst job in the world and all that stuff. Right. So I, I so I I'm usually on the other side of this. But the reality of this moment is I know that there is a person who teaches. And it's not just because that person is doing culturally incompetent thing that they are encountering some some serious uh, blowback, some some black straight up blowback. And Sharif, you're right. Why you it got to sh- be black blowback. Why can't be white blowback? And like what? what? Because, because we're trying to help our white educators understand how to to work within an educational context that is black. Right. And they have questions and they ha- they need tools. And they they want instructions. They want stuff that will help them progress and be better at what they do. And they go to PD and PD sucks. PD sucks. It's a bunch of pie in the sky. Let's have some courageous conversations and let's sit around and talk about stuff. And then they go back in their classroom and they have zero to show for the the PD. They got like (laughs) zero to show for it when they get back in that class in front of like 30 to 35 to 40 black little children, some of whom, um, are presenting to them things they have never seen before in their life. So you said fast- 35, 35 to 40, that's a hell of a class. Uh, <laughs> Bro, we got some classes that are 41 and 42 at one of our Jeez, schools. So, so, so that, that's not that's not and and and, this is caps out and and you put a teacher in front of that many kids who's who would have who would have trouble with just 10 or 15. So so, anyways, all I'm saying in this moment, if we do care really about kids, and it really is about uh, how are the kids we got people showing up before them that have serious questions and need tools and what they're getting are platitudes half the time and really wasted time in PD and it what that woman stood up and asked I think she asked it in a profoundly ignorant way but she works for black people right right like she works at a black school for black people uh, and she still stood up and asked that question in that way. Uh, Which means she's said things like that out of pocket before I bet.
1: I, I mean, bet. yeah, I, I, I mean, mean, the way she said it, like, I mean, listen, man, like, I think she said a lot of things when she ate, when she around some other people. So if listen,
2: she said something like, like that. Then how does she come across to the kids and the, and the families? of those? Like,
1: and that was but that was my point. I think that was my point. I think, like I said, man, I think that there was a she got a PD moment. Right. Her question didn't get answered. But the discomfort that she made that room feel like this, is the thing around how whiteness works, man. Usually, like the people of color have to kind of. Buckle towards a kowtow down towards like people that like when white folks feel uncomfortable like if she would have cried right like that's listen man white <laughs> tears <laughs> is like napalm to black people you know what she I'm saying like she wasn't trying to cry but, but what I, well, I don't know because I didn't look at her so yeah. but what I, but what I'm saying is is that like I think in black spaces you got to be okay with like telling somebody when something is just foul bro like I mean it was just it was just a lot of stuff happening at the time it is what it is. Um, it got addressed the way it got addressed. If y'all thought I was crazy. Listen, the video, we'll have a video soon. The video. No,
2: I, I thought you was, how you responded was fine.
3: I mean, I, I mean. Chris said I, I went. No, 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 totally so, no, So here's the thing, right? Yeah. So any opportunity that this dude gets to be like, Ray, you're being super aggressive. You're being really aggressive. You're being, <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, that was all of you right there, bro. That was <laughs>
2: so, all of <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah, OK, so so you had a, you had a. That, rave, did you had a moment.
1: Rave. Did that moment warrant aggression?
3: No, <laughs> but was that, that
2: aggressive?
1: That was
3: was hella aggressive, yeah, and that, that that moment that you, moment required diplomacy.
1: Hey. You sound crazy. You sound I, crazy I, as hell. Go ahead, Reeve, get him because I know I, you about Ray to. Is right. I, I just, think Ray is right. Ray is I, right in this case. I don't. I just don't agree Ray, with. it. I mean, I think I don't, I, don't like, think anything. I got he's a real problem. I got. They didn't call her a name problem now. I got, I got sure. a real problem, man. Because as hard as y'all go on black folks, y'all got something to say about any type of black folk that's doing some stuff, whether they touching a union or they saying something about choice or whatever, and y'all get y'all stuff off. But a white woman to come up here and basically talk talk to us like we some damn slaves and how we supposed to like that. You tripping if you got any Charles, type of for anybody else. Here, nah, here, man. Would if, my, here, here would be my productive question. Here's
0: my productive question How are the children? No bro, exactly, bro. Like I get the anger and the hostility in the moment cuz I'd be, I'd be one who would normally deliver exactly what you did. I, I I honestly would. But my productive question is, what could you tell her to make her more useful to the children that she's going to see on Monday?
1: Absolutely. I needed her to be uncomfortable in that moment. I needed oh, okay, her to okay, great, 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 great. what did that I'm do on you Monday? What it is. I made a choice. Like I'm telling you what it is. I hear you. I hear your question. I can tell you about her Monday. But I think that she needed to hear somebody say, you sound like you, not only do you not like these kids, you sound like you hate these people. And that's see, why you probably that, struggle. What, what I told her was in that moment, I said, listen, all of us on this stage are educated. Like we are like, we make good money and all that stuff. What I told her is the way that she came at us, she wouldn't she wouldn't have been able to teach me today. Like what's with the, what's her demeanor. And, and I mean... And I won't step back on that. And if she tra- said tra- it, I go at her ass again. And I tra- hope next time tra- she got tra- her brother there. <laughs> I hope her husband is there. I hope it's tra- a whole bunch of white dudes let me, there. Let me interject. Let me let, let, it, let, 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 let,
3: let me interject. Let me. Oh my God. Let, let me interject real quick. Real quick. I just want to insert one thing. Right. So so after she said what she said, after you went the hell off on her with your aggression. Oh my God, y'all! I can't believe y'all are caping for this white I, lady. I went. I went up to her and I hugged her. Right.
1: You. You was a cool, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <So> what? <laughs> so what? Hey, hey! Listen, listen, listen! So I went up. <laughs> I went. I went up to it. I hugged it, and you know, and you know what the, you know what the white girl, you know what the white girl next to her said. She was like, "Hey, you guys got upset with her. It wasn't even her question. She just asked my question." Wow. Guess what you went you went went and you attacked this woman and it wasn't even her question, it was her white colleague sitting next to her. And
0: you know what I said in the room on that day, I said right there that she's not the last person that's gonna ask that question. I've heard black people ask this exact same question. I just wanna be real. So I put that in the room in the moment that that class issue too. Because black like Charles is saying this white woman, blah blah blah. I get it. I get it. But what I said immediately after that is I don't think that any educator is gonna be oh on that God. question, asking that same question.
1: And I right. and I get that. And y'all sure. got smoke sure. for everybody else, man. Y'all we started this off with a critique okay. of Bettina of Dr. Bettina Love's presentation. But when it comes to this white woman, Ray is up here giving arms across America, uh, going uh, up and <laughs> hugging and running to a I Republican can't believe American. you went up I, I wish I would have seen that. I wish I would have. I wish seen. I got a picture of that Reef, one. I would put it on Reef, on, on Facebook. <laughs> Reef, I need you to jump in because I know I I I know this is. I know I can't be crazy right now. I know it, bro. I I know it. You are that's, crazy. But, you're not. You're not crazy.
2: Your at least on right this right issue. Now. I mean, you do wear. You do wear. Uh, what'd you call it? Grills. So you know that's yeah, a that's different right, conversation. Right. <laughs> so at right. least, on, at least on this, you're yeah. not crazy. I, I I felt the same exact way. Matter of fact, right afterwards, while we were still on stage, I think I sent y'all the blog I wrote because uh, Stuart is right. It's not the first time, and I think I've heard. Uh, yeah, you're right. I've heard black people say something very similar. But I just I've never approached the work in that way, with even thinking about, you know, oh, you're going to be accountable to me, to me as the educator. Like I've, I've just never that's never crossed my mind as an educator in 26 years about who I was going to make accountable. How I approach it was like, how can we be better partners? How can we work together? How can I serve you? How can you help me help you? What do you need from me? Am I, how How am I, Chris, I mean, Stuart, you gave me a, you gave a, a perfect example when we opened up the live show where that, that teacher disrespected your child. And so you remember that, right? And like, that's true. Yeah. And so that, that had an impact on you. And what I'm saying is like how people come across. That's why the Center for Black Educated Development, Selfless Plug, when we do coaching. That's the second plug you've done. That's, that's a, right. I'm going to do a it second again. plug. Center for Black Educator Development. The dopeness, though. We talk about skill, will, and mindset. Like, we can't forget,
3: like, the mindset you that comes across. You the, know you said this already? Are you doing I'm that? Thinking, re- research, research says if you say it seven times, somebody going to get it. What are you doing right now? Well, I'm, I'm doing this. Is a, so I'm on two. So I got five more. <laughs> the,
2: the skill, the mindset. I think we, we have to remember the mindset that people bring to their work. Is the implicit biases, how they come across, all of that takes a certain level of humility. And I can't just say like, oh, the educational system just attracts the most, you know, humble folks. I don't think that's always the case. I think it's always the work that we have to do as educators. Anybody, anybody who's serving the community, you have to approach it in a certain way. And I I do believe that there are a lot of educators, black, white, whatever, that buy into black pathology. I do think, as Stuart brought up uh, multiple times, that there is a class issue, that sometimes there's class warfare in these schools. And we also, lastly, I say I don't think we can forget that schools are microcosms of society as a whole. So, yes, you're going to get um, you're going to get folks. If you're in, in neighborhoods that have been oppressed, you're going to see some of that manifest itself. That's it's not going to get turned off just because of coming to the school. Right. All right one, and one say th- You can build relationships despite of all of that. All right, one more time. Plug the Freedom School. No, first of all, the Freedom School is just one of our programs at the Center for Black Educator Development. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Charles, is that wine? No, this is not wine. McAllen, forever year. Um, it looked like we lost Chris, but listen. So, <laughs> so Ray said we should just do, turn this into two shows because we obviously stand on this. Um, <laughs> Ray's driven me to drink <laughs> <laughs> I just
2: wonder I'll, if anybody was at the uh, at the event and got a picture of, of uh, Ray hugging this lady after she was disrespectful to our to our uh, people um, please uh, please send me that picture this so, Negro uh, went up and hugged a lady that's what he did you no, know, <laughs> you know, uh, Dr. Kelly Seaton, one of, one of the, one of the, uh, the Jones, even though she didn't cry, it was still had the same effect. She wrote about, you know, like what happens with white women tears in schools. She wrote yeah, about how, right. how, yeah, she wrote about how, uh, There are black folks, black principals who will go and console her because like, oh, you didn't feel good about that, that response. I would come
3: console you. You did. It's like exactly what she wrote about. So first first and foremost, first first and foremost, I'm a superintendent. I'm not a principal. Don't undersell the big dog. Don't undersell the big dog. <laughs> That's the first thing. The second thing is, man, you got to be diplomatic in terms of doing this work because at the end of the day, like Chris said, and Chris, I'm sure Chris agrees with me. Monday morning, she's going to be in a room full of black kids, and so you want her to be at her best when she's, even though she's already, you know, she, I don't know how at the, of, at the best she could be. Right, right, right. Well, the,
1: the folks on Facebook, uh, they couldn't hear me, so it's all good. I, I turned the. Are y'all hearing double?
2: Yeah. Now yeah. I just heard double. Are, okay. okay.
1: Well, I'm going to shut up then. Keep going. <laughs> I'm going to fix this, but we don't stay here. Um, And we'll just do the, the Jay Z show after as his own thing, because obviously this is a bigger thing.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know for me. Uh, we, I think we got to go back to Dr. Patina love, man. Like, are we going Are we saving that
1: for when she comes on? Because yeah, some things that. Kind of said, her. Save, save, save for, that when for when she comes, when she comes on. on. Save for when she comes on. I mean, so she can. Because, like I said, man, I think she gave us a big prop, and I think she actually wants to go into that stuff, and I think we can have a good conversation. Um, yeah, and apparently, we tend to hug white women and attack black folks. So I don't. So I rather just so 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 listen. So 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 first and foremost, right?
3: Like I'm I'm a believer in like in like uplifting. What do you believe, right? I, I yo you should uplift people. So like right then and there, you tore this woman down, right? So like she was feeling all kinds of self conscious about a question that wasn't even hers. That's first and foremost. But secondly, it's like how do you rebuild her? Like how do you how does she walk out there? Walk out with her head up so that Monday morning she can knock down walls and help black kids learn. So like at the end of the day, like she's not the enemy. Like we got to look at these people like, hey, they are critical allies in this work because you know, I, I mean, if she was there, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure she was there because she was forced to be there because she works at a charter school and you know, no, I so don't it think- It
2: doesn't mean she was forced to. And look, stop saying that it wasn't her question. Because if she didn't agree with it, she wouldn't have asked. All right, somebody hand me something I'm just scared to say that means i I believe it like I agree with you. she didn't check her friend like I don't, oh, I don't you know asked I don't know that. if that's true say she said you that asked that. i'm not asking that she asked, I don't know if that's true but she she caught the heat because she asked that question, and it had racial undertones, it was disrespectful, and it right. didn't come with the right mindset about about the parents that she serves no nah. damn it and you you and you can say that without. Saying like, "Oh, we attacked her, or we hate her." No, but we, but sometimes like people need to hear the truth in the moment, bro. So so and so they don't oh, have to oh, be so, consoled afterwards. Sometimes people just gotta like, "Oh, I, I got my, I got my chin checked and just deal with it." Not they so, don't need a don't have, hug here's,
3: afterwards. Here's the difference, though. Here's the difference, right? Uh, so but, so you so you you body slammed her, right? And then Charles hit her with the Hulk Hogan leg drop. Like she didn't uh, need the Hulk Hogan <laughs> leg drop. You could have got a three count from the body slam. <laughs> no. I thought it was important no.
2: for, for no. not right. just her, for the room to hear this is because, it, again, as Stuart said, it's not. She ain't the only one because there were her colleagues who were
3: nodding when she you, asked. You can't be making white people feel uncomfortable when they Listen, should be. Some you, of
1: the folks were black. You, some right, of the people nodding were black. This is, bro, this is crazy. Is as crazy as reckless as you talk, bro. This is who you came for? Like, this is, you disrespectful to everybody, just for the fa- just to- Ray, I wanna see you, I wanna see you.
2: You know, how you know how I vote, you know
3: how I vote, bro. bro. I wanna, I wanna
1: you how, you gotta be
2: putting your underarms on everybody's shoulder for now on, everybody. No, I got some smoke. Oh, now you got smoke. You, you, you grimy, man. <laughs>
0: I wow, think it's so funny how animated y'all are. How, how much of a beatdown y'all thought that she deserved for this question that she asked. But Charles, you say like we got smoke for everybody. But when I'm when I'm, i get this, when I'm getting on this stuff about teachers, sometimes y'all are um, in the other direction. Y'all are like, oh my god! Well, I'm not, you know, where Chris is at on this. You know, I,
3: mean, <laughs> uh, I actually think our teachers do some good stuff. <laughs> you know, they do, right? they do, right? and, and nuance, and
1: nuance, and nuance. You're know, <laughs> more nuance than what Chris is saying. Yeah. More There's nuance, a than lot what of nuance. You, know? you two negroes sound like y'all about to go drive Miss Daisy's. That's what y'all. That's what sound like. Y'all sound like y'all was like we we come on, baby. So that's.
3: Yeah, oh my God.
0: Hey, nobody, you, hey, nobody, I know. Is my, me, is this is really what you hard. guys are missing from me. This is what you're missing, right? I am trying to understand things from your side of defense in terms of educators. Like, what do educators right. need? Because I'm always talking as a parent, as a community member who has problems with these schools. But in the moment, I am stuck on this idea of I'm right with you. On your answer that you gave, as a matter of fact, I could deliver it the exact same way. But in that room full of educators, I knew they were all taking notes and stuff, and I knew what they were just hungry for, which is what teachers say to me all the time: "Is Chris, we actually just don't need any BS. We need some practical stuff we can use." And all the like window dressing around the theatrics around race and all that type of stuff is great, except for you've we've seen it before, right? We've we've been right. in that PD. 15 times and they bring in a new consultant who comes in and says, y'all racist. You just sit down with your racist asses and blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, okay, I know. I get it. I am racist. I'm racist as hell. My mama's racist. My daddy's racist. My uncle's racist. I hear the most racist shit at Thanksgiving, blah, blah. blah. And I'm still going to be teaching black children on Monday. So what is my racist ass going to take into the classroom on Monday so that my racist ass can actually get black kids to learn and read? And if you have something for me, then I'm interested in it. And if you don't have anything for me, I'm just going to sit here and be racist again, right? I
2: mean, but that's the that's the whole thing. Can that really be and So so let's answer her question. Uh, at least not the question she asked, but let's answer let's reframe it and let's let's spend some time actually at Oh my
1: god. This white lady's getting so much love from that no, exactly. no, this is no. It's I, I, I
2: it's beyond it's, the it's
3: beyond on her. the other side of her.
2: It, nuance that.
1: Let's let's hey, talk about that. Hey, let's, let's hey.
3: hey so, so so it's so above me. It's above me. All right, it's above me. Let's, <laughs> let's do this. <laughs> How how
2: should teachers? Because I, I I hear you, Stuart. I hear you, and I don't think it's something that you can just answer on a panel really quickly.
3: So wait wait wait. If you hear him, you got to hear me too, bro. I said the uh, same thing.
2: Yo, you uh, you went and, and and did the underarm joint, the shoulder
1: joint. That's I didn't it. hug her, bro. bro I didn't you, hug her. Ray, Ray, Ray is doing Listen. Mary J. Blige like. <laughs> commercial right now, bro, the way that he sounded
3: to me on that one. You bro. said the about Chicken commercial. <laughs> yes. Don't do me that. Don't do me that. <laughs> bro, you went up and hugged her, bro. <laughs> Don't do me that. Don't do me that. <laughs> oh, my God. How, how should... Bro, okay, you, here's, Charles, a,
0: here's the joint. Here's man? the
2: joint. How should should teachers partner with families? How should they get... How should they develop a partnership? Okay. Okay, and, and so let's let's just go around. Like, what are some things that they can do? What are practical things they could do on Monday morning? I think it's deeper than Monday morning. I think, again, I think it's a mindset. I think it's like implicit and explicit biases. Like, if you have that, what can I tell you besides start wrestling with what you do? Well, this, Here's one example. I'll, I'll give you a concrete example. And this was, we did this even though we were having 60, 70% of our families coming to back to school. night. All right. Our our, student, our families were with us for six years, right? We're we're seven through twelve building at, at Shoemaker, and most of the Mastery Charter Schools. It's it's like a, a longer seven eight year uh, relationship. You
3: plug so in you plug in Mastery now, like what the hell? Can you get to the point?
2: Uh, second of all. When we have this, uh, when we have this, uh, you know, this long term relationship, some families like, hey, you know what? Like, I don't know if I'm going to come because I've actually been here four years. I have, a, I have two children that went there, so I've, I've seen it. Well, one of the things that we talked about, we asked parent, we said, hey, how would would this be more effective for you? And what they said was, you know what? The time that you do it, you say six to eight p.m. or whatever, and that was really difficult. That was really difficult. So what we did was we had a more we we did back to school like event, same day, different times. We had a morning time for folks who was easier for the morning. We had a lunch time for folks who were at work, but could get off for lunch and shoot over to the school. And we had an evening time. It was something that simple. And we had 90 something percent of the families coming for back to school night because it was three times during the day. We approached it with we first thing we did was ask the families, how can we serve you better? that's something you could do on Monday morning. Actually ask families, hey, if, am I calling you? Is it like, is this the time that you actually just got off of work or when you're trying to you know feed your kid? Is there a better time for me to call? Is there a better way for me to um, to reach out to you? Is texting better? Is email better? Is phone calls better? Is a drive-by better? Uh, ask, let's, let's do this on Monday morning. Ask the families that you serve that you're trying to build partnerships and relationships and build trust with. Ask them, how can we serve you better? And I'm not saying that people don't do that. But I think often schools say, this is how we're going to do it. This is how we've always done it. This is what works best for us. This is just how, you know, this is the norm. And let's just start with just a, a sim- just a level of humility and saying, we don't know. We have hundreds of families. They all don't agree maybe it was the best time. We offer three times. That's one small concrete thing. Um, and again, it's the mindset of how we approach the work.
1: But what I was going to say is, so... The other thing, for teachers like that, I would say the first time you call a parent shouldn't be when something goes wrong, right? Call and build some relationship. Call and say what you see in a kid. Call and say that, you know, I want to be in partnership with you. And in that way, man, like you just not setting them off, right? So like, for instance, like my mother who didn't graduate from high school and had her own issues, right? Like only time she got called, it just felt like some young white lady was like critiquing her as a parent, right? You know what I'm saying? And she had her own issues. So, you know, going to the school is not a, it's not a fun exciting event for her right it's it's, it's a referendum on her parents in, 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 her, in her mind so and i think there's a lot of other people that feel that way right so i think that that's just one thing man and also the other thing is you actually got to see something in those kids you know so like you actually got to see something in those kids
2: you man. mean like their humanity
1: their humanity right like she didn't see that but also like well i gotta see that help. i just want to
0: teach them
2: I mean she didn't well,
1: say she
0: didn't she just but let's be let's
1: We're beyond her. We're not just
2: talking about her. We're just talking about
0: wait wait a second now. Her question wasn't about students or the scene the humanity of students. Her her question was about the broken relationship between her and the family. if I don't is,
2: see that the humanity of my child, you ain't got no relationship with me. Yeah, you know I mean like you you don't if you don't see the humanity of my child, how in exactly. the world am I gonna have a
0: relationship with you? So listen, listen, this is disappointing. This is disappointing. You want you know what's disappointing. This is what's disappointing to me about this is I feel like there's a theorist way to approach this, and there's a realist way to approach Mm -hmm. this. There's a lot of theory involved. And uh, I think what's really disappointing is y'all making me stick up for teachers because I'm a parent activist, right? <laughs> You're Making me you stick up for both. Well, they're not
2: mutually exclusive. <laughs>
0: but, but they are exclusive. Mutually exclusive. <laughs> they are. You can't be like a Cowboys fan and a Pittsburgh fan. You can't do both, right? Like, like you got to pick a team. You got to pick a team. And roll with it, right? Um, so, but, but, but this is this is what this is why i have to do this right now it's not just to be devil's advocate it's because i'm going to say everything that you all are saying again in the future and i've said it in the past but the one thing that i know for sure from visiting so many schools is that the teacher who presses me on this question of I'm not doing any of the stuff that you're saying. Our school does bend over backwards to get the things right that you're saying. We are not as ignorant as you are saying. We are not missing the boat as much as you guys think we're missing the boat. We're doing all the shit that you're talking about. We have consultants come in and show us how to do it. We have people coming in you know, on the payroll to tell us how to do it and we're doing it and we are still encountering a level of behavior that's a little bit on the ghetto side that we are not prepared. address so chris you can keep pushing me on that i'm culturally incompetent stuff because chris likes to do that that's what chris likes to do chris specializes in that and i'm going to keep telling you that you are out of touch and you have not been in a school lately because you can't address this one thing that i'm experiencing okay
2: so this is what i would say Everything that they said, like, we're doing this, we're already doing this, we're already perfect, we have no area of improvement, I would say in that same community, what are parents saying? How would parents describe their experience when they enter the school? How would they describe the, the conversations with their child on the ride home or at the dinner table? What, it's not just a one side, it's a community. So you got to get other people's perspective as well. In, the, in that same school where everybody is perfect they don't they are doing everything um, right what are the children saying? How, back to the question, how are the children, are the children also saying the same, the same thing? And I would say, here's, here's another thing. The the next, the next conversation you have with a family member, the, you know, these people who are doing everything perfect and they just need one other piece to do, ask them, (laughs) ask, just ask that parent, what are the goals for your child and what do you expect from me? We're often saying, You know, these are the expectations of the school. This is what we want. Ask, ask a parent. What are your goals for your child? What do you expect from me to help you get reach those goals? Just ask that. Let's just see if, even if it's somebody that you have a bad relationship.
0: What is that? I'm looking at Charles on the screen. Listeners can't, listeners can't see like Charles's level of disgust that we did a whole show on his woman that he wanted to like pop upside the head. Hot take
3: reef. Hot take, Reef, boy. Hogging the mic. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's... Jump, jump in, jump uh,
0: in. I feel like this has been a very good discussion. Um, it was a moment in time that we encountered with this teacher who stood up and said a thing in a very wrong way, and Charles actually gave her lots of heat for doing it, and he was right to give her the heat. Um, I think uh, the rest of the fellows. this is one of the things we were in agreement on. I actually tried in the moment to reframe her question for her so that I could personally be more productive with what her question really was, which is around how is it that we can work with black families so that it feels like it's a partnership. So it doesn't feel like the educator is doing the heavy lift without any help from home. I think you have heard in this podcast from Sharif and from others who feel like you can't even get to that question. If the way that you are asking it, is this culturally incompetent? Because that shows all kinds of signs of why you might be having the problem in the first place. I don't know that I 100 percent agree with that. I do agree with the fact that we have widespread cultural incompetence in our classrooms. Um, But I also feel like that cultural incompetence, I said this on the panel, there's a lot of self-hate. So it's not just white teachers, (laughs) it's black teachers. Like it's class-based, it's whatever. And the question will still remain long after we hand people their goodbye card (laughs) on the cultural incompetence stuff. They will still have the question, okay, that's all good. I'm racist, I'm culturally incompetent. What am I gonna do next week with all these black babies in my classroom? So if you guys have any listening to this, any suggestions or any thoughts, tweet at us because you can hear we didn't end on any resolutions. So we would love to hear from y'all on your thinking on this as listeners. Tweet the most honest thing you can at 8 black hands, uh on us uh, uh, on Twitter so that we can have a real discussion broader than just ourselves. We're going to end this podcast on a happy note of, I was right and the brothers will eventually get there. <laughs>
1: Wow. <laughs> but that but we insane. appreciate
0: y'all as listeners and catch us on the next episode of eight black hands peace you have been listening to the eight black hands podcast with Ankrum, cole el mecky and stewart if you like what you heard follow us on twitter our handle is at eight black hands one thank you for listening